You ever work in the gym as a janitor, and then someone throws you into a barrel of toxic waste? If that has happened to you, that's really weird. But you're going to like this movie. We're doing 1984's The Toxic Avenger. What the hell are you wearing? Looking like Big Bird's side bitch. Watch out for that first step, it's a doozy. It's got a dance curse. How about you? Mmm, good. Welcome, everybody, to Flick Magnet, the podcast, episode 19. The Toxic Avenger. Yeah, I forgot what we were doing for a second. I am your host, Jay. I'm Bob. And we're back. And this movie is completely crazy. This, this movie's fucking wacko. It is weird. It is hysterical. And it's bad. And it's good. And it's everything all at once. Now, before we do this, we need to put a disclaimer on this movie. Yes. Like the movie, we're going to put a warning. Is that is that where you're going? That's where we're going. Our minds are synced. This movie is rated R. It is bonkers crazy with nudity, massive violence, uh, language. S- racial slurs. Gore, blood. Lots of gore and blood. And we're going to be discussing in detail... So don't let your kids listen to this. Yes, it's not a good idea. Don't. This is rated R yeah. from 1984. Don't play Think this about at that. work. Play this in your car or in your headphones. Yeah, use your earbuds. You know your Beats, your i, your, your, your AirPods. Don't play this around customers. No, <laughs> they're, not, don't they're, do that. I'm sure the old people would be massively offended. They wouldn't like this. So, you've been warned. And that's the last time we're doing it. Here's a trailer for 1984's The Toxic Avenger. Meet little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. Yeah, I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I wanna do it with you. Okay. They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The first superhero born out of nuclear waste. Yes, the muggers and the rapists didn't know what law and order was until the Toxic Avenger came to town. Holy shit! I don't know what it was, but it saved my life. All right, everybody, drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. The vandals and the perverts had their way with the little people of Tromaville until the Toxic Avenger ripped them apart. The Toxic Avenger. His face is so terrifying. We can't show it to you now. You'll have to see the movie for yourself. The Toxic Avenger can bend steel with his bare hands. Oh, we're all a kid. Get it? 
leap small cars in a single bound. He crushes drug pushers. Smashes hit and run drivers. And gives all criminals their just desserts. The Toxic Avenger. It was a hero. He's a hero. He's a fighter. He's a lover. Well, Norman, you're beautiful. The good citizens love him. The fat and corrupt hate him. Kill that bastard for you. Gotta kill him. Yeah? Will he survive? For incredible explosive action, you must see the Toxic Avenger. He's a different kind of hero. Avenger is coming to your town. Look out. He said the fat and the corrupt. <laughs> like, that's the fat people. Okay, what the fuck, dude? That is a crazy, crazy trailer. Kill all the fat people. It, that trailer was like somebody had a soundboard. It was like, oh, what's this one do? Oh, what's this one do? Oh, like me. Yeah. It, it was a... It was a trailer with a seizure in the middle of it. God damn, that was amazing. <laughs> so this is 1984's The Toxic Avenger, rated R. Directed by Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman. But Lloyd Kaufman appears in this movie as Samuel Well. Written and directed, written also by Lloyd Kaufman and Joe Ritter. It stars Andre Miranda, Mitch Cohen, Jennifer Baptiste, Cindy Manon, Robert Pritchard, Gary Schneider, Pat Ryan, and Mark Torgi. Torgi? Oh, and uh, Patrick Kilpatrick uh, name. Is, is in this movie as Leroy. His name is Patrick Kilpatrick. That's a hell of a name. That is a great name. Uh, Patrick Kilpatrick was in Minority Report. He was in good movies. <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, Sylvester Stallone started in porn. Yeah, that's he did, true. He did the movie The Italian Stallion. <laughs> I love it. I've seen. I walked into a uh, a video store in Spring Lake. It's on on seventy one. I think it's like Video on the Ritz or something like that. Okay. And uh, I I saw that movie with, with Rambo on the cover. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, that's not a. Well, what is this? This you, is a porn. You know who else is in this movie? Who? Marissa Tomei, who won an Oscar. She's naked. Yes, she is. Marissa Tomei is naked in this naked. movie. Later, she wins an Oscar, but not for this yeah! movie. Oh. Not for this movie. So, Jay. Or did she? You want to get into this movie? Yes, I really do. What about you, audience? Do you guys want to get into this? <laughs> I think they do. Okay, all right, calm down. Relax, guys. Relax. It's not that funny. Get this guy out of here. You in the back. Last warning. 
Okay, so before the movie starts, like us, they give a warning. And it says, warning, the Toxic Avenger contains scenes of extreme violence. Extreme! Whoa! And we open with a, uh, a little monologue. Like a Twilight Zone-ish monologue. Ooh, listen to that. What is this, the Pep Shop, pet shop Boys? Good reference. Thank New you. York City, the world capital of culture and industry. I thought this movie was Here set in Jersey. Here among the towering skyscrapers, civilization is guided by men of progress got, and the wonders the fuck, of technology. Man? But for all this industrial advancement, there is a price to pay. Pollution. The unavoidable byproduct of today's society. Every year, millions of gallons of poisonous wastes, garbage, and radioactive chemicals are disposed of in nearby towns such as Tromaville, the toxic waste-dumping capital of the world. Our story takes place at the Tromaville Health Club, where a young man named Melvin Ferd works. Melvin's entire life, in fact, entire being, was changed by toxic chemical waste. He makes me want to go find some toxic chemical waste and, and just drink it. Just drink some. Sounds yummy. So the movie starts with an 80s as fuck gym. Oh, yeah. With super 80s decked out men and women hitting the old school gym machine. You got the white shirts, the shorts, everything. Sweatbands. The camera holds on a couple flamboyant, scantily clad gentlemen with their almost had their cocks hanging out. Oh, yeah. Little banana hammocks. The cock of the walk. Right? And also a zoomed-in tit shot. Boobavision, if you will, is a big part of this movie, and we'll get back to that later. Boobs are a big part of this movie. We see uh, Bozo grab a nerd that was using a machine and throws him off by grabbing his hair. Nerd! Nerd alert! We see uh, the fat walrus of a mayor half-naked getting a rubdown. This guy is disgusting. The fat and corrupt. Yes, the fat. Get rid of them, Toxie. Get rid of them. Everyone's hanging out by the pool as Melvin, the janitor, mopping everywhere and smiling like an idiot. Well, he is an idiot. Yes, he is. So we have four people. I call them our core four. And that is Bozo, Julie, Slug, and Wanda. And they're in a hot tub together, commenting on how, on how gross Melvin is. Melvin is mopping and he's hitting people with the mop and just being just flat out weird. Dude, he's just a skinny dude in a gym. He's so gross. I hate him. He's the kind of person that you just want to punch in the face. Yeah, in the 80s. In the 80s. He makes his way over to the hot tub and the four are just grossed out by him. Then Melvin dunks his mop into the hot tub and this grosses them out as they all jump out of the hot tub as Bozo says... Look what you did, you fucking asshole! Then the rest join in. Yeah, you fucking asshole. What are you, retarded? Bozo grabs Melvin and tells them that if he fucks with him again, he's gonna shove that mop down his fucking throat. Bozo screams because he's stressed and leaves. Julie yells at Melvin as she screams, then yells at him for talking to her, and she takes off as well. Oh my god, he talked to me! Bozo? Likes to just scream. And be a bozo. And he says, I'm stressed! Ah! Yeah, overacting is going to be a big thing in this movie. Acting is going to be a 
an, an issue in this movie, period. Acting? What is acting, Jay? I have no idea what that is. Neither do these people. So Bozo hits the weights as Slug stands next to him smoking a cigarette. Nothing says an 80s movie like Bozo and Slug. Right? <laughs> what a good name, Slug. As he teases Bozo about having belly fat. Now, Bozo is not fat. No. He is quite in shape. So is Slug. They're in 80s shape. You know, they're skinny, but they drink all the time and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, skinny fat. Yeah. Slug and his girl uh, wander, wander off as he asks Wanda if she wants a drink. She says yes as the, they cozy on over to this open locker as Wanda looks at a newspaper clipping hanging on the door. The headline says, quote, hit and run killer strikes again. Wanda rubs her fingers over it as she asks if she can go with them the next time he and Bozo go driving. She says that she likes it when they go real fast and they never know what hit them. Slug's like, yeah, they, n- they never believe we're going to run them down. They just stand there as we get closer and closer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this guy, these guys suck. Is this what we did in the 80s in New Jersey? We ran people what? over? Commit murder? Yeah. No. Yeah, because we don't live in Philadelphia. Hey, Bob, Bob, this, you son of a bitch. Thank you so much. Then, bam, I love the sound of breaking bones, Wanda says, and the car dragging their bodies. Oh, that beautiful blood. Jesus Christ. Wanda then rips open Slug's shirt, and they get to banging. They get to banging over murder. Yes, over killing innocent people. Murder porn. They love, they get their grocks off to killing people. Yes. So we get to see uh, some boobs, the booba visions back, as we see Wanda's mommy milkers. Agreed. Uh huh. So nice. I looked at him twice. Yes, sir. Melvin hears them and wanders over and just stands there watching them while holding his mop. And looking like a complete buffoon that he is. Did you, did you, when you watched it, did you hear it in the background? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Come on. Doesn't know how to show her the O face. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Office base. We should do that. Oh, definitely. They yell at him to leave as Wanda whips out a knife. She says, oh, I'll cut you. Melvin runs off. I just want to watch you have sex. I'll cut you, bitch. Cut to the core driving in Bozo's 1970 Chevy Camaro. It's a pretty sweet ride. It is. And Bozo is asking about the point system for their hit and run game. Oh, my God. We just make this shit up as we go along. Julie says all the racial slurs for Jews, African-Americans, and Asians. You know what they are. Oh, yeah. they. Uh, if you are, have any sense of brain... You know what they are. Yes. We don't. We're not going to say. I'm those. not going to say those. We do have a. We do have a line on this show. That's it. That's yeah. That's, that's the it. line. But that, that's it, though. Yeah, that's it. We curse, but I will not use racial slurs. Nah. Worst Movies th- are for everybody. They are for everybody. She says that they're all worth 25 points. Well, that's lame. But Puerto Ricans, oh, they're worth 30. Did she use that uh, slur for Puerto Ricans as well? She didn't. No, not this time? No, she said Puerto Ricans. Uh, This is making Bozo very happy. And hard. Yes. She goes on. Now, kids under 12, 
They're worth double points. Jesus Christ. Hard cut! That's a thing for this movie. The person that edited this movie must have been high and 10 years old. Either that or it's just like, what am I doing with my life? Screw this. Especially towards the end, nothing makes sense. Oh, yeah. The hard cuts in this movie are insane. It's choppier than the ocean in this one. (laughs) Yeah. So, like I said, hard cut to a young boy being handed his bike. I think his name's Skippy. He's like, don't forget your helmet, Skippy. He says, thanks, sis, as he rides off on his bike. Back in the car, Bozo asks Julie if it counts if he just grazes them. She's like, no, you idiot. You have to destroy them. As she gives Bozo a drink from a whiskey bottle, she says, I want them dead. <laughs> That's oh, Julie. It's, it's, I want him, it's like Al Capone in, uh, what was it, The Untouchables? Yeah. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his dog dead. I want them all dead. Yes, Bob. Yeah. Bob's on fire tonight. I, I like the beer. Good. It's because of the beer. Uh, Icarus Brewing's uh, Sensu. It's a, a Lafayette-style lager that they did during their lager fest. I give it a solid three out of five. It's a 4.3 alcohol by volume. It's a solid drinker. It is definitely... Um, it's a East. It's Lafayette, so it's a Baltic state, yes. Eastern European-style lager. If you like German-style beers, you'll like this. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. This is good. Like I said, it's a solid three. This reminds me a little bit of Moosehead, like a better quality Moosehead lager. It's definitely a better quality Moosehead lager. But Moosehead had that that same you know aftertaste. You liked Moosehead. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we should get a uh, we should get a neon light of Moosehead in this office. We have a neon light of Dogfish. You know what we need? They sell them for two hundred bucks. It's a giant, looks like New uh, Jersey, but it's got horns and a devil tail on it. Ooh! I'll send it over to you. Show well, you what it looks let's like. Let's go halves on it. Yeah, we could do that. Fuck yeah! All right. Just then, Bozo spots the kid on the bike and asks Julie how much, how much for a kid on a bicycle. She says, 25 points if you get the kid and the bike. They drive up closer to get a better look. Julie says, quote, out a little late, ain't ya? They wave at the kid and speed ahead. They turn around and speed towards the kid as they plow him over. Jesus Christ. The kid is still moving around with blood pouring out out of his mouth as he crawls across the road. And they see him as Slug says, no way you get full points. Bozo's like, oh yeah, I'll fucking show you. No, no way. He then puts the car in reverse as he crushes the kid's head like a watermelon. This was disgusting. Oh wait, it was a watermelon. It was. (laughs) It was a watermelon injected with corn syrup with a wig on it. On a dummy. Oh my God. Still fucking great though. Completely unsettling. I don't like it. One thing about this movie, the effects are so cool. Yeah, don't expect CGI. They're all practical. Yeah. And practically bad for most of them. But I like that, though. Like, well, live, live and die by that. Well, it goes with the movie. The well, movie's campus The fuck. movie's terrible. Well, we don't know that. This movie could hey, be amazing. A terrible movie does not mean it's not a fun movie. That's true. This is that. This is both. This is both types of, of terrible. Yeah, the, uh, the the Ortega girls on someone's shoulder says, why not both right now? Hey, hey, nice, nice, nice. All right, so the girls get out of the car and go over to the dead kid and snap a bunch of Polaroids, Bob. Yeah, so they could jerk off later. Spoilers, man. Come on. They're like, this is the best shot yet. This is so much fun. 
Bozo wants to do it again, but Slug says he can't because he has to get up early and go to church. Jesus Christ. What? Well, he has to get up early and go to church. Excuse me? Well, if you need to get forgiven the next day for doing terrible things. The funny part was, and I know I said it like a girl's voice, but he that was Slug saying, I can't, guys. I gotta get up early and you know, go to church. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. And everyone's okay with it. They're like, yeah, we're, church. We're okay important. with We're just uh, murdering people that go to church. We just murdered a 12-year-old kid on his bicycle. Now we're off to church. Let's go. Hey, Catholicism, am I right? Yeah. Drink to that. There you go. Mm. <sighs> Confession. What's that called when you do that? Confession. Commu- com- it's not communion. That's when you get the, the body. Yeah, it's confession. You go to okay. confession. It's been a while, Bob. It's been a while. Cut to the core playing racquetball as Bozo says, Watch me as I hit this ball. Are you watching me? Are you watching me? I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. He screams as he turns around and sees Melvin's creepy-ass face smushed against the glass as he sprays cleaner on it and stares at the girl's asses. This guy's, uh... Can, guy's... I, can I say, like, right now, fuck Melvin. Yeah, he's he is a weirdo loser. He's a piece of shit. Bozo freaks out, but Julie says that she has a plan to fix their little mop boy problem. The camera pans back as they, they all huddle together, showing us those... Fantastic 80s booties. Ooh. Yeah. Hello. Now we're poolside as Julia walks up to Melvin while he's collecting towels, taps him on the shoulder as he, of course, throws them up in the air. She apologizes to him and asks if he'll meet her at 7 o'clock in the girls' locker room. He says, Girls' locker room? Girls? He says yes as he looks her up and down and says, that works for me because I have to go clean the toilets in there anyway. <laughs> she rolls her eyes and walks off. Back in the gym, Slug and Bozo are doing sit-ups facing each other, and every time they get up, they pass a cigarette back and forth. <laughs> As Wanda is there keeping count, she's like, 493, 494. Bullshit. Yeah, seriously. Julia walks in and tells him that Melvin fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Cut to a flatbed truck with a sign on it that says, Tromaville, High Tox Chemical Waste Disposal, Inc. The passenger says that they've been driving for over two hours, and he wants to pull over and take a break. Driver says that they can't. You know the boss doesn't like, doesn't want to uh, stopping it in inhabited areas with this radioactive chemical waste as we see a bunch of opened, non-secured barrels bubbling with green shit. This is very, very shoddy work here. Yeah, it's just, they're just sitting there. Yeah, they're not even strapped down. <laughs> not, nothing. They didn't even try. Nothing. It's like metal on metal. Drive it across country, sure. It's dangerous, he says. It's like that cancerogenic stuff. <laughs> cancerogenic? Doesn't mean carcinogenic? Yeah, yeah, carcinogenic. Jackasses. <laughs> yeah, passenger asks the driver... Charlie, if he remembers that dope they were snorting last week. He's like, boy, do I. (laughs) As the other guy pulls out a huge bag of white powder. It's the gallon-sized bags of Ziploc bags. That's a lot of smack. with white powder. That's a lot. Charlie, he's like, why didn't you say so? As he slams on the brakes as the truck stops right in front of the gym. As all the barrels slide and splash around. Real safe, you dummies. Good job. 
Hit me for another one of those beers. Oh, yeah. We need to keep Jay lubricated. Yes, we do. Jay, yes. Like, Jay likes that idea. By the way, we need to save these uh, plastic toppers. You take them to Icarus now and they recycle them. Okay. I think they reuse them at the, at the brewery. They're almost um, breaking ground. Oh, yeah. They started pouring concrete. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very excited. excited. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> now Melvin is at the girls' locker room to meet Julia. She's there as Melvin asks what she wanted to tell him. I want to, I want to see your boobies. You see my baseball? What's in my, what's in my wiener? <laughs> <laughs> Something about Mary. That was a funny scene. She says that it's about Bozo. <gasps> Bozo! Oh, God. Julia then comes on to Melvin. She says that she doesn't want to go out with Bozo anymore. She's tired of him picking on people. And she doesn't want to, and she wants to do it with them. Do it. Do what? It. He goes in to kiss her, but she blocks it with her hand and says, not yet. Why don't they go down by the pool instead? She then tells him that he needs to wear something pink like her. as she hands him a pink tutu with blue polka dots. Melvin says that he can't wear that. That's sissy stuff. She says that pink makes her so hot. She tells Melvin to put on his pink. And she'll take off hers. And then he can see her pink. Whoa. As she unties her top, as we get more boobs. Nice. So Melvin puts it on and he runs off to the pool to meet to meet Julia. He runs off really stupidly. <laughs> and he's dancing with the mop. She tells him to bring his mop. He's like, no, I will. <laughs> okay. What is it, Perry Saturn? Perry Saturn? Yeah. Talk about that reference. How about that one? Huh, I'm going to have to think about that. So we get a quick cut to the guys in the truck. Their faces are uh, covered in cocaine. We don't like, we like cocaine. <laughs> Back at the pool, Melvin gets, uh, he gets there, but all the lights are off. He calls out to her. He's like, Julia, Julia. I want to see your boobies. I want to show you my baseball, my wiener. Leave you my stapler. <laughs> I was told I can listen to my music at a reasonable volume. <laughs> the lights are off, and he calls out to her. She says, she's right here. We hear Melvin making kissy sounds and says that she's so soft. Then voice says, turn on the lights. As we see Melvin's making out with a sheep, with a wig, and a bra, and jewelry on. And, uh... There's something a little interesting about this sheep. This sheep was infested with lice, and they didn't find out till after the scene was shot. No shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this movie's fuck. ridiculous. And everyone is there watching this. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and everybody is making fun of this dude. Melvin freaks out. He runs off as everyone is laughing at him and chasing him. That would be a little if you're an unstable person like Melvin is. That would be very haunting. What's he going to do? He's 95 pounds, 95 pound weekly. I'll tell you what he's going to do. Melvin runs straight through a window, like the dumbass he is. Dumbass. And right into one of those barrels of radioactive toxic sludge. Head first. He pulls himself out and starts flailing around on the sidewalk, covered in green, as the entire block runs over to watch Melvin suffer. <laughs> yeah. 
He's rolling around his pockets of waste. He's obviously in pain. He's screaming. Screaming in pain. And the whole town just stops what you're doing. Kids stop playing yeah. games. People stop working. Yes. Just to come <laughs> over and go, what's going Nobody's helping him, but he's just rolling around screaming. Yeah, it's so insane. This is the worst town in America. It is. God damn it is. Melvin's skin is starting to bubble as Bozo says that he's faking it to Julia. Yeah, this is gross. Julia's like, I think he's in trouble. Bozo says, Julie, if this guy can't take a joke, he stinks. Yeah, if he can't just de- deal with toxic waste, screw him. If he can't deal with attempted murder, fuck this guy. Seriously, screw this dude. Then two cops come over to help, and when one of them touches Melvin, his hands catch on fire. Whoa. Melvin screams and runs off as he is now completely engulfed in flames. This is a cool-looking scene right here. This is a pretty cool-looking scene. This stunt person is completely in flames. Yeah. Goddamn. It's, it's, it's bad. Those guys, can you imagine doing that job? No. Like waking up, yeah, got a good night's sleep. And this is during the, the Devils 80- won. They yeah. beat the Rangers last night. And this is during the eighties when they didn't have that liquid that they use nowadays. Yeah. That gel that like it sets it on fire, but they right. stay cool. Yeah. This is a guy in like a Nomex suit set on fire. You mean the gel Cody had on that time when yeah. he went through the burning table? Yes. You fucking dickhead! I hate fucking Cody. Adrenaline in my soul. They're never pushing Cody Rhodes. God, <laughs> that's that's so good. Uh, cut to Melvin's mom knocking on the bathroom door, asking if he's okay. We see that Melvin is not okay as he leaves green burned footprints on the floor. He gets in the bathtub filled with water, and almost immediately the water starts to boil, Bob. That's a quick way to get a hot tub. Yeah, right. Melvin's face starts to change as he watches his arms bubble over as goo comes out. Just, just disgusting. He gets out of the tub, and now we see... His whole body is transforming into the Toxic Avenger. His mom hears a growl and says that her little Melvin finally reached puberty. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So she thinks he's jerking off in there. Yeah. Busting nuts. Bust a nut. I I wish you had that freaking (laughs) soundboard up. We then see Toxie running off as the sun begins to set behind him. Cut to a wall with graffiti on it, and then some perfectly straight writing on top of it, and it says, no pissing, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Yeah, well, after that, you can piss wherever you want. The camera pans as we see Cigarface and his two cronies, knuckles and nipples, counting out a bunch of $100 bills. It's like 700 bucks, Bob. It's like seven $100 bills. That's during the 80s. That's like a billion dollars. <laughs> a bajillion. They say once they give this to old Clancy, the boss is gonna have him by the balls. Nipple says, "I don't think old Clancy is gonna take the money." Everyone, everyone says he's an honest cop. Knuckle says, "If he don't take the dough, I'm gonna give him a blow." Job. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> then Officer Old Clancy rounds the corner and they stick the money in his shirt pocket. Well, Clancy takes it out and gives it back and says, No way! You're wasting your time! No! You're wasting our time, they say. So they knock his gun out of the cop's hand, and Cigarface says that he's going to find out why they call him Cigarface. He takes the stogie out of his mouth, blows on it, 
and burns O'Clancy in the middle of his forehead. Oh, yeah, the good old-fashioned burn with a tobacco item. Little Ash Wednesday. Maybe it was Ash Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Gotta eat the fish. Ugh. They then take turns beating the uh, absolute shit out of him. O'Clancy coughs up some mouth blood. We get mouth blood in this pot. As they throw him onto a pile of trash, Cigarface then says this. Donut's cops are all alike. A bunch of fucking faggots. Whoa. Hey, we warned you. Bundle, they're not a bundle of sticks. Right? Bundle of sticks is very useful for starting fires. You know, goddamn. We need to start the fire, though. Billy Joel did. It was always burning. Yeah. Since, Since the, the world's been turning. That's what I hear. So it's my story and I'm sticking to it. And then is about to shoot him in the dick with the cop's own gun. Oh, not the dick. Not dick shooting. Yeah. Oh, it's poor dick. It's dick shooting. It sucks. It's sad. It's tragic. When Toxie shows up from behind and grabs Cigar Face by the head and tosses him aside. Toxie then grabs Nux and Nips by their hair and rips their scalps off, but Nips is wearing a wig. Oh. So he just takes the wig off, but takes uh, Knuckles' scalp off. Gross. Toxie then uses Cigar Face's head like a speed bag. You're gonna eat lightning and crap thunder. Nux punches Toxie from behind, but just hurts his hand on uh, Toxie's uh, hard head. Ooh, he's hard. Hey, easy. Toxie then hits Nux in the face with a back elbow, caving it in. And his face is now covered in smuckers. Because that's what it looked like. <laughs> and with a name like Smuckers, it ought to be good. It's got to be good. Jesus, man. Right? Nips is fixing his lipstick while this is happening and then tries to karate, karate chops Tox. Judo chop. Because this is the 80s and you got to throw in some karate. Show me the paint defense. Was it stain the deck? That's not what was. No, it's paint defense. <laughs> wax on, one? wax off. Stain the deck. Stain <laughs> fucking idiot. That's probably what I'll be doing this summer. Here, show me stain the deck. Stain the deck. Now, what do you mean? Use a sponge and just like, <laughs> smear it? Now, the, uh, something I'm going to have to ask you maybe during the summer. Show me, replace the fence. <laughs> Your fence needs replacing, as I am doing ours too. Uh, yeah, I've already got uh, I've already got the money coming from the government. We're going to just use that and buy all the materials. What do you mean? Your tax return? Yeah. That's your money. No. That is not the government giving it's you money. It's my money and I need it now. Call J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> Nips does the karate chops on, on uh, Toxie, but it doesn't work. Uh, Toxie, three stooges Nips. <laughs> he takes his eyes right out of his head. He pokes his eyes with his two fingers and then takes them out. Shoot your eye out, kid. He then chucks him aside right on the, to Nux. Toxie is laughing at this point as he goes to finish off Cigar Face. He grabs him by the dick. Ooh. And we hear a crunch sound as he does that. God He's a eunuch. <laughs> Toxie then stuffs uh, Cigar Face's head, head first into a barrel. Speed bags his nuts. <laughs> And tosses the barrel down the alley. This is this is hilarious. <laughs> Toxie then grabs the other two and clunks their heads together until their skulls break open, exposing their brains. God, this is getting gross. Those look good, though. That... They, they look good, but oh, still gross. It. Nux and Nips are dead. D-E-D. -D. Dead. dead. 
Toxie then takes two mops and covers their face with them after mushing it for a second. He cleaned up. He did. It's convenient that there were just happened to be two mops there. Maybe he carries the mops with him. He was a janitor. That's true. Maybe, maybe he brought Mopping up crime to the city. Cigarface gets out of the barrel, holding his nuts, and says this. I'll get you for this, you monster faggot! You monster pile of bundle of sticks. Yes. That's a big pile of sticks. Never heard that before. That's interesting. Toxie then growls and then talks to O'Clancy. This is uh, very comical. Don't worry. Don't worry. I won't hurt you. I don't know what came over me. I just couldn't control myself. I've never done anything like this before. He has reached puberty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> when I was watching this, because this, this is a, a fresh watch for us. I don't, for me, I don't know about for you. It's a fresh watch for me. And like you don't expect to hear that voice come out of this this thing, you know. He looks like sloth, but worse, right? That's a he fair... looks if like someone took sloth and lit him on fire. Yes, <laughs> a burning sloth. Yeah, uh, and then he talks. Well, hello there, sir. <laughs> like he's going to go to the Supreme Court and argue. Yes. Well, I object, Your Honor, because of these reasons here I'm going to forthright give you. That's why Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are better than Hershey bars. <laughs> so this is ridiculous. This fucking movie. Back at the station, O'Clancy is now telling reporters what just happened to him. He says this monster basically just saved his life from three thugs that were about to kill him. Well, they were about to shoot you in your dick. Yeah, I don't know if you would have died, but you definitely would have been dickless. That's... that's like dying? Yes. Yeah. We then get our first spinning newspaper headline, Bob. Quote, monster mops up mobsters. And how they did this is they put it on a cheese spinner. Yeah. <laughs> it looked good. It looked real good. It looked really good. I love this old-fashioned newspaper spin. That I, is, I that love is, that. They do it nowadays, and it's just not as good. Mm-hmm. You can tell they're doing it with the CGI a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something natural about this. I love it. This movie's This movie's okay. It's bonkers. Might suck, might be great. We then cut to the mayor's office. <clears throat> As we find out here that he's a dirty mayor, and Cigarface, Knuckles, and Nipples worked for him. He says that they were his best producers. One guy says that the profits would have been double if it wasn't for that gruesome scene in the alley. Then some guy with the world's worst comber says, Gruesome? Have you seen my mother-in-law? That's... Gruesome. Ooh, you suck. Yeah, it is a bad comb over. The dude's completely bald with like four hairs, grown out, pushed over the bald. Homer Simpson makes it look better. Yes. At least his head's yellow. It's got some color. Now we see Wanda in the sauna wearing a nice blue and red striped bikini, rubbing herself and flexing. Right? That's what you do in the 80s in the sauna. You flex. Oh, of course. We then cut back and forth as we see someone walking like a hunchback with a sheet over them and one eye hole cut out. It surprises Wanda as it's just slug. Oh, oh, slug. oh it's slug. Slug doing slug stuff. What a jokester. Wanda tells him to knock it off. Knock that elephant man bullshit off. Slug says, 
I met an animal. I'm Elvin the Mop Boy. What year did Elephant, the Elephant Man, come out? Probably around this time. Uh, yeah. That's a hell of a reference. Yeah. I'm going to say maybe like 82? Maybe you can look that up, Barbara, while yeah. I'm talking. Toxie then goes to his house and knocks on the door. His mom asks who it is. He says, it's me, Mom. It's Melvin. She opens the door and screams and shuts the door in his face. Ma! Oh, Ma! Toxie then, he's just so sad. He mopes off. Good call, Jay. 1980. Okay, I was right there. Because I knew I, I saw it in, in school. They made you watch it in school? Yeah. That's worse than watching the movie Mask. I would rather see the movie Mask. No, I'm talking the one with Rocky Dennis and so the chair. So am I. Like, wish she could turn back time and take it away from me. I do it all for her. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> he makes his way to the dump and makes himself a little home as he hangs up a framed picture of his mom with her face and a heart that says mommy. Aww. Aww. then lays down on a blanket. This was cute. Cut to the mayor's as he's talking to some older gentleman. He says that the zoning board has just declared the old Rollins chemical plant the new toxic waste dump site. He says that it's contaminated, but it's also valuable waterfront property. Great. As he's saying this, it cuts to the dump with signs everywhere that say, the U.S. Department of Interior has declared this a national reserve for wildlife. No dumping. <laughs> He's fat and corrupt. I hate this guy. He must die. <laughs> yes. As we see tons of toxic shit everywhere. The mayor says that he thinks it's a crime to let that property go to waste as a dump. The guy he's talking to, Tom, says, You are aware, of course, that that would place our new toxic dump site just 20 feet from the reservoir for the entire area. Yeah, so what? Who cares? They all just start laughing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, screw up. So the mayor raises his glass for a toast. He says, here's to better living through chemistry. Here's to sleeping with uh, full naked women. Here's to dying young. As he dies young. He's 43 when he dies. IRL. He called that one. Goddamn. You can't be that big and that unhealthy. He's huge, dude. Sorry, John Candy. That too. Goddamn. Now I feel like, I feel like crying. But I won't. Meanwhile, back at the taco restaurant, there is a party going on outside. People are tailgating, making out, and having a grand old time, Robert. So inside the restaurant, one of the fast food employees reaches into his nutsack and pulls out a bottle of booze. And we hear a pop sound. Because, oh, that's great. You got to save that. That is a sound that needs to be played forever. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. And he takes a swig. We then get a layout of the room as we see families eating. A baby, a blind woman, not wearing sunglasses, with her seeing eye dog. When in come three men pointing a shotgun. Oh, God. As he says, all right, everybody, drop your tacos or I'll blow your goddamn brains out. One man tells the other to go and get the cash. The leader introduces them and says that they are the entertainment for this afternoon. Is there any music we can play for this? Let's see. Let me try this. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. He says, on shotgun, you got Leroy. Now Leroy is dressed in black pants with red underwear on the outside with red suspenders. 
and has his face half painted black with a red circle. He's the crazy one. The guy then says on the cash register with those magic fingers, we've got Rico. Hey, he says that and yours truly is Frank as he does some knife twirling. Pretty uh, impressive. A mom and her baby are sitting near Leroy as the baby makes a sound. Leroy walks Leroy walks up and then points a shotgun at the baby and asks it if it likes Mexican food. He then says, How would you like this hot tamale shoved down your throat? Leroy then goes up to a group of girls sitting at a table and says, Look, Frankie, teeny boppers. He then tells them to hand over the quarters that their mommies gave them to play video games. That's a reference. Good old Leroy, played by Patrick Kilpatrick. Oh, that's Patrick Kilpatrick. That's Patrick Kilpatrick. And you know, after they did this scene, yes. he quit the film. That's right. Because he didn't like pointing a shotgun at the be- at the baby. He did it very well. Yes, he did. It was very convincing. And you know the name of the restaurant is the Mexican restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> very inventive. Bob's burning all of his trivia off All right of now. my trivia. Not all of it, just some. There's so much, though. There's tons of trivia. He then starts kissing one of them on the cheek very forcefully. Then one of the other patrons stands up and tells him to leave her alone. He offers himself as a hostage, and he has money if that's what they want. Leroy says, that's an idea. No thanks. And then blasts the guy in the chest with the shotgun. Ooh, Boom. He tells everyone to shut up, and that was self-defense. Frank then goes up to the blind woman who is making the craziest eye movements ever. Yes, she's got crazy eyes. Like she's literally making her eyes as big as possible and just looking everywhere all at once. This is terrible blind acting. I love she's it. She's not blind. I love it. Just terrible blind acting. Just put glasses on her. Right? I mean, but don't, because I love this. It worked for Ray Charles. It was hysterical. Frank says, I think this bitch is blind. As he puts his hand on her. The dog starts barking at him. He tells Leroy, take care of this. Leroy then uh, points the gun at the dog and kills the dog. Kills the dog. Kills the dog. Goddamn. This is when I started checking out. Goddamn. Uh, He shoots the dog twice. Uh, The blind lady freaks out and starts screaming. Frank says to her that everything is going to be okay once they introduce her to Ben. Hey, no, 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 no. Guys, that's not funny. Shut up. Ben, bend over. You suck. You're out of here, bud. Dude, I told you once. That's two times. You're gone. He's gone. Frank says to her that everything's going to be okay once he introduces her to Ben. Who's Ben? Bend over. And he tries to rape her. He says that he always wanted to cornhole him a blind bitch. The writing in this movie. Yeah, it's... uh. It's not a masterpiece. And proceeds to try to rape her, but in comes the toxic Avenger to the rescue. So first, Toxie rips off Frank's right arm as he stands there as blood comically squirts out from his wound. Hilarious. It is awesome. I love that. Frank screams when he realizes what happened as Toxie knocks Frank out with his severed arm. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Then Rico does some karate shit on Toxie and even kicks Tox in his toxic sack. <laughs> Rico then pulls out some, num- some nunchucks, 
You can't have a fucking mo- an 80s movie without nunchucks. Of course. Me. It's a, it's obligatory. obligatory. The obligatory tit shot. Ooh. Booty, booty, booty. So, <clears throat> Tox knocks him out anyway. Rico then grabs a samurai sword off the wall. Huh? Yeah, you heard that right. Yes. A samurai sword off a taco restaurant wall. Tox avoids the sword and throws Rico into the kitchen as tortillas fall on him immediately. Leroy tries an attack from behind, but Tox slams him down on the counter and proceeds to pour milk down Leroy's throat, essentially waterboarding him with 2%. But Tox doesn't stop there. No, he doesn't. He then adds some ice cream, some chocolate syrup, and some whipped cream, and then a cherry on top. Tox then shoves the milkshake mixer down his throat as blood spurts out everywhere, killing him. He makes a milkshake out of him. Well done. Gross. Next up is Rico. Tox puts Rico's hands in a deep fryer bin and crushes it so he can't get his hands out. Rico screams that they were only kidding. They're joking, Bob. It's just a joke. It was a joke when I shot that guy in the chest with a shotgun. No, seriously. And I I killed that dog. It's a joke. And when Uh Frank was going to rape that blind girl, it was a joke. Yeah, we weren't going to really... Well, we were going to rape her, but we were going to laugh the whole time. It's just a joke. So then... Tox rips the pipes off the wall while his hands are in the deep fryer and wraps them around his body so he can't get up. Tox then lowers the basket into the deep fryer, cooking Rico's hands. Jesus Christ. Nice. Today specially is deep fried Rico. Tox then picks up Frank and stuffs him into a pizza oven while screaming. Toxie then goes over to the blind woman and asks her if she's all right. She's crying about her dog. And then we see the dog again. Yep. Gross. Gross as shit. That yeah. was like spaghetti covered. Yeah, it was just paint. like, dump this on the dog who's clearly breathing. Yeah. <laughs> just take the shot. Good that, good, good dog for doing that. Good dog. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. She has talks to help her as she can't make it on her own without her dog. He says yes as he escorts out the back door just as the cops show up. Cut to talks walking with the blind woman as they walk past the New York skyline, and we see the Twin Towers. Wow. Reference. So they go back to her place as she tells Tox not to trip over the step. As she trips over it, she gets up and says that she better get her cane. She grabs a white cane with a red tip off a shelf of dozens as she knocks them off, knocks them all down. That was hysterical. Cut back to the taco joint as the cops do their investigating while everyone is eating a taco. Well, it's the Mexican restaurant. I need to eat. Chief says, what do we have here? Cop one says that looks like we got a nice crispy taco supreme over here, Chief. As he lifts Rico out of the fryer as the camera zooms in on his crispy hands. Cop two says, looks like I have a strawberry thick shake over here. Referring to Leroy as he takes a bite of his taco. <laughs> cop, cop two asks cop three what he's got as he says, "Looks like I've got pizza with the works to go, Jimmy." Yeah, at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> then the employees with the with the crotch sticker tells the chief that it was a monster with one eye, and he saved us. Those guys were gonna kill us. <laughs> Back to Sarah's. That's the blind woman. Yes. She asks if uh, she can touch Tox's face. He shouts, "No." She asks, why not? He says he has a rash. What kind of rash? Like acne? 
He says, yeah, like acne. Well, why know. don't you cry about She's it? She's blind. How does she know? Yeah. How do you know what acne is, blind right? woman? Seriously. Sarah asks if she can read his palms. He allows this, and she says, what big hands you have. She then tells him that he's going to have a lot of good things happen to him, that he's going to become a very important man. She then says that she wants to see his other hand as she grabs his dick by accident. Ooh. It takes her a minute to realize this as talks just, he lets it happen. Yeah, why wouldn't he? He's like, Talks it ways, dick. She says, oops, sorry. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Next, we get our second spinning newspaper headline as it says, quote, Monster Hero saves the day at fast food restaurant. Next up, we have Dr. Snotburger talking to the press at the police station as he says, while constantly sneezing and blowing his nose, that this monster was exposed to toxic chemicals and has developed the need to destroy evil. Evil? Meanwhile, back at the gym, Julie and Wanda are looking at their Polaroids and complimenting how good their pics came out. Wanda's like, the reds are so red. It really gets me hot. Also going on here is there is some rando selling drugs from his locker. He sells a bag of joints to one guy and a couple of uh, syringes to some chick. Another hard cut to the mayor, half naked on a table, laying next to a five to six foot sub as he stuffs his face. Fat and morally corrupt. Yes. (laughs) The drug dealing guy tells the mayor that he's got today's receipts from the, quote, drug division. Mayor tells him to put it on the table and he'll get to it later. Drug dealer then goes back back out to the workout area, takes a couple bumps of coke, and lays down on the leg curl machine. Even though you're high on coke, there's still no excuse to skip leg day. Yeah, seriously, man. Do your job. With that said, we're going to take a quick break because I got to go pee. You got to pee. We'll be right back. So in comes Toxie as everyone bails except this turd. Tox turns him around and slides his head under the weight stack. Talk lets go of the stack as the stack comes down, smashing this guy's head with a disgusting, disgusting sound, Bob. Do you know what that sound is? Let's hear it. It's this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's gross. Then Tox places a mop over what's left of his face. It's his calling card, I guess. Cut to the sauna as, as Wanda is out there again. She pours water on the hot rocks and sits down to look at her Polaroids of the kid they murdered. She starts masturbating to them. Whoa. As we get the same person with a sheet over them walking like a hunchback. Or is it? It's clearly Tox doing this as he pauses and reads a sign next on the wall to the pool that says... Persons with inflamed eyes, nasal or ear discharges, boils or other evident skin or body infections shall be excluded from the pool. Bob? Yes. What are you looking at on the computer? I am looking at uh, the link to get us that uh, that freaking neon sign. Okay. Tox enters the sauna and we get booba vision. Booba-da-booba-da-boo. 
begins to grow. If I had a room full of boobs, that would be my favorite room. Wanda doesn't realize that it's not Slug, even though Tox is twice the size of him. She asks him, how many times is he going to pull this elephant man shit? She pulls off the sheet, and this is where we finally get to see Tox's face. Sloth's ugly brother? Yes. (laughs) This is awful. It looks like the same mold that they used for Sloth and the Goonies. Now, I know the Goonies came out later. Goonies were like 85, 86, right? So that they used the Toxic Avenger. Exactly. That's my <laughs> for, point. Yep. For, for old Slothy. Tox lifts Wanda up and, and sits her bare ass on the hot coals and says, let this be a lesson to your hot ass, I think. I had my wife listen to this at least seven times. I listened to it over and over and over. I could not understand what he says here. I, my thing did not have subtitles. I couldn't get subtitles. Could you? No. All right. Didn't work. Anyway. <clears throat> then another hard cut to Toxie on the side of a building taking a piss as a limo pulls up. A guy in a in the back of a of the limo rolls down the window and says to Toxie, Hey, how about some nice young Poo-Tang? Jesus Christ. They get out of the limo, and the girl is very young. Yeah, very yeah, young. I hated this. I fucking hated this so much. She says that he was supposed to take her to the David Bowie concert, and he's not David Bowie. This piece of shit says, only 12 years old and only $12. Kill this fucking guy, please. Seriously. Toxie lifts this schmuck by the neck and holds him up against the wall. As like six dudes dress like henchmen come out of the limo to attack Toxie. That was funny. It was like a clown car. One guy goes to slice Toxie's neck, but he ducks and the henchman slices the other dude standing behind him. Then another one tries to stab Tox, but he grabs the guy's arm and makes him stab himself in the gut. Last guy just looks at Toxie and screams, pisses his pants, and runs off. Gross. Toxin says, You can tell all your scum friends that things are going to change in this town. I'm not just another pretty face. Ho-ho, because he's not. He's not. Then he growls at him. He's becoming a man. (laughs) (laughs) Jay would spit his beer on his laptop. (laughs) Oh man, that would have been uh, that was hysterical. That would have been classic. That was funny. <laughs> we get our third spinning newspaper headline. Wait, no, we don't. We get another hard cut <laughs> to Toxie wearing a trucker hat and sunglasses as he tries to get out of a coat. Jesus what God. the fuck was this? What, what was this? I have no idea. Damn, this movie's weird. This movie's freaking. Whack. Cut to a scene where two little kids are sitting in the middle of the road eating some chips as Bozo is there in his car with Slug, ready to hit and run. Do the hit and run game. Yeah, we're back to this again. Yeah. Bozo, sa- Bozo says, two prime candidates. Rack them up. As he floors the gas, luckily Toxie shows up and gets the kids to safety. But seriously, what the hell were the kids doing eating in the middle of the fucking road? Yeah, I I don't understand this. I'll, I'll, when I go to like through neighborhoods and get the sign that says "slow kids, kids," why are you letting your kids play in the goddamn road? Yeah, 
Seriously. These kids were literally sitting in the middle of a two-lane road in the middle eating chips. We're going to have a picnic right here in the road. What could happen? What could go wrong? Anyway, we do get our next newspaper headline, and it says, quote, Mad Mop Monster is really a monster hero. All right, so we're going we're gonna to get a montage, Bob. Obviously, it's Ooh, an 80s movie. Montages of Excited. So we get a little 80s montage, and we see Toxie helping an old lady carrying groceries across the street. Toxie is standing outside a woman's kitchen, outside the window, as she's struggling to open a jar of Orville Redenbacher's gourmet popping corn. She screams at first as Toxie opens it for her, and when he hands it back, all the kernels are popped. And she starts eating it. Like, did you not see what the hell just happened? <laughs> I would have thrown that on the ground. He's so nuclear radioactive that he's popping popcorn. By his touch. It's so funny. He's giving everyone cancer. Yes. Spreading cancer. Toxie then hands a lady a, a large baby. No idea what happened here. Yeah. He just walks out. Here's a big fucking baby. Have a baby. You get a baby. You get a baby. Everybody's getting you babies. You get a baby. Uh, the kid he saved from Bozo, the kids he saved from Bozo are having ice cream and telling everyone that the monster saved them and then they're selling shirts with Tox's face on it and it says, I heart the monster hero. We get another headline as it says, Monster Hero wins Trumaville's heart. Cut to the mayor playing cards and smoking a stogie as one of his cronies says that the monster has gotten all the criminals. He says, not all. He hasn't gotten us yet. Jabba then says that they're going to kill him before he kills them. Hard cut to Toxie walking through an alley carrying some flowers when he gets ambushed by a bunch of bad guys, including Cigar Face, who was all banged up and had this to say to Toxie. I owe you for the other night, monster faggot. Well, Says he owes him from the other night, you monster. Bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. They surround him as Cigar Faces. Now we're going to give you six new assholes as they all cock their guns. That's a lot of assholes. And they fire, but Toxie leaps up into the air like this six million dollar man. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Now Sarah's walking and gets harassed by a bunch of douchebags, but she calls out for, for Toxie. Actually, she calls out for Melvin, her boyfriend Melvin. As he comes over and scares him off. He's like, yeah, guys, Melvin, what's up? And they run off. Oh, God. Little pussies. As we have another montage, this time it's with Tox and Sarah doing fun couple stuff. I'm gonna show you the things like going on a picnic, Bob, and shooting Toxie in the balls while opening a bottle of champagne. Oof. Sarah feels Tox's face and says, he's a beautiful man. Oh, yeah, he's beautiful. Very muscular. (laughs) He got a big dick. Yes. Sarah says that she hasn't been with a man in over two years. I didn't see that one coming. No. Neither did she. (laughs) That was good. She grabs him as Toxie says, what are you doing to me? As steam engulfs him. Oh, God. They then kiss and have sex. Whoa, toxic dick. Afterwards, they both smoke a cigarette. 
And Sarah's cracking eggs and dropping them into the frying pan. Shells and all. Jesus Christ. Tox is eating them all frantically. You don't care. It's weird. They give it a lady's touch. I'm sorry. They give a lady's touch to the place as they fix everything up, make it nice, and even hang up a picture of Sarah's dead seeing eye dog. Oh, God. Here at the dump. Gary. The dog's name is Gary, Bob. Oh. Have some respect. That's a funny name for a dog. It's a stupid name for a dog. Gary. Back at the health club. Tox comes out from under the bench in the locker room that Julie was sitting on and says, Murderer! He holds her up against the wall and says that he's going to teach her a lesson that she'll never forget. Oh, no. But he gets distracted. When another girl screams, Julie runs off to the basement. It seems like it's the basement. Yes. She tries to open one of the elevators, and when it does, Tox jumps out, scaring her as he says, Going up! She locks herself in a room, but Tox breaks through. He takes out a pair of scissors and raises it up to stab her, but we have no fucking clue what happens to Julie. None at all. None. Well, why didn't you cry about it? Hard cut to Bozo screaming about Julie, stressing him out, because she's not here with the car. I need to ride the car. I need to ride the car. Ah. So right next to them is an old lady getting out of a 1974 Toyota Corolla with a bag of groceries. They beat the shit out of her and steal her car. Bozo says, did you see her face when I punched her? <laughs> yeah, she looked like an old lady punching the face. Slug says that I, I beat her like a dog. God. Just then, Toxie comes out and jumps onto the hood of the car. They try to shake him off, but they can't. Toxie grabs Slug by the neck while reaching through the window, chokes him for a bit, and then tosses Slug out of the car, out of the moving car. Whoa. Tox then climbs in and pushes the gas all the way to the floor. Tox asks Bozo if he likes his, this face. You know whose face this is? It's Melvin. I'm Melvin. Remember me? They drive all over town, causing multiple accidents and car explosions. Tox basically calls him a piece of shit for killing that kid on the bike. How does he know about that? Yeah, seriously. He then rips the steering wheel off and hands it to Bozo as they narrowly take out a group of kids playing in a park as the car goes flying off a cliff and exploding at the bottom as Tox walks away. He's fine. He crawls out. Of course he is. He's, he's good. the Toxic Avenger. He's got, he's got some avenging to do. Cut to a dry cleaner as a little lady comes in to get her son's pants cleaned. She says that he was out all night with the ladies and when he came home he had all these stains on them. She hands these disgusting stiff pants over to the owner. Pretty much standing in, you know, at attention. Yes. The owner leaves as his car is being ticketed by a cop. Swin walks Toxie as he, like, mushes her in the back of the head. Her name is Mrs. Haskell. She turns around and to see who did that, and she runs off screaming. Tox catches the wee lass and throws her into an industrial-sized clothes dryer and closes the door and says this. Oh, I'm not ticky, I'm not washy. <laughs> this is the second movie, Bob. Death by Dryer. <laughs> the second movie we've done, yeah, Death by Dryer. Yep. Stick around. My Bloody Valentine was the other one. Remember? That one was better. That was way better. He turns it on and then takes her out and puts her in the clothing press. Now we have another newspaper headline. It reads, Monster Hero Kills Innocent Woman. So now talks walking home as we see on the ground an old school styrofoam McDonald's burger container. Wow. That was cool. And a book written by Richard Nixon titled 
six crises. Crises? What's that, you may ask, Bob? Yes, what is Are that? You, you want to know? Okay. I want to know. I'd in 1962, Richard Nixon published his first book, Six Crises. The book recounts his personal reactions to each of six crises Nixon experienced early in his political career, chapter by chapter. Nixon completed the book in just 10 months, devoting 14 hours a day, dedicating the book to Pat Nixon. He is not a crook. He's not a crook. And his dog was named Checkers. So Toxie tells Sarah that he's the hero monster, and every day he leaves here and mashes people. How do you know he's a hero? He just assumes he's a hero. The headlines. Oh, the, the headlines? But he doesn't read the headlines. He's living in the dump with his blind girlfriend. She doesn't read the headlines. Yeah, that's... All right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her that she's not around him and should probably move back to her apartment. She says that she can't and she loves him. So they go off to Toxie's special place where he goes to clear his head. A place where they can be alone. Back at City Hall, the mayor tells the police chief that now they can kill the monster because he killed a little old lady. Chief says that, My funeral! That she's not a... That innocent. Hey, Hitler. This guy's a, a, a Nazi wannabe. Oh, he's definitely a Nazi. With the other guy who's fat and corrupt. He says she was the head of a white slavery ring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is so bonkers. <laughs> We've never seen her in any other part of the other, other nothing. movie. Nothing. No, nothing. And she's part of a white slavery ring. This is freaking ridiculous. Who writes this shit? <laughs> Trauma. And she has a rap, a, rap, a rap sheet a mile long. Mayor says that they need to cover it up and to go kill him. Kill it. The mayor then makes a press, makes the press believe that Toxie is a danger and it is not human. He then tells them that Mrs. Haskell was a wonderful person, pillar of the community. The chief then orders his men to kill Toxie on site as all the people that Toxie has helped are trying to figure out a way to help him. The cops find out where they are, and the mayor phones the governor to call in the National Guard. So now the entire town, the National Guard, are there waiting for Tox to come out of his tent. National Guard wants to take him alive, as the mayor wants him dead. Tox walks out, but Melvin's mom and all the people he helped Plead to not kill him. God. The mayor shoots him anyway, but his bullets have no effect. The mayor begs for his life as Tox says, Let's see if you have any guts. As he punches him in the stomach, pulling out his insides. Yeah, that was pretty pretty funny. I laughed at that. Yeah. Toxin says, Officer O'Clancy, take care of this toxic waste. As Sarah and Tox embrace the crowd cheer... And the monologue guy is back. He's going to say these words. To... Let's hear the monologue, man. So Melvin, the monster hero, rid Tromaville of all of its evils so the good citizens could live their lives in peace and happiness. And the next time you're in danger or in need of help, look to the horizon and maybe, just maybe, the toxic Avenger will be there. Now I'm going to play something for you. It's very similar. Who ripped off who? Ready? Okay, let's hear it. All right, let's go. Here we go. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. 
I pity the fool who uh, always gives me uh, drugs that, in my milk. The A-Team was one of my favorite shows as a kid. That's why I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> so good. But that's the movie, The Toxic Avenger, God. 1984. Bonkers. Bonkers. Let's get into some more. Reviews. Reviews. All right, Jay, it's time for our reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critic score for this movie is a 70%. Damn! And it has an audience score of 64%. Damn! And IMDb gives this movie a 6.2 out of 10. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Yes. Holy shit. Positive reviews. Sean Axemaker of Stream On Demand. The humor is not merely sophomoric and silly. It's aggressively so. And the bargain basement gore effects are over the top and excessive. That was a positive review. <laughs> what do you what do you got? My first one headline only for sophisticated viewership. Okay. If you don't drink your tea with an elevated pinky, you won't be able to understand the grand art beyond this masterpiece of intellectual grandeur. It's a kid-friendly movie. What? No, it's not. He says, it's a kid-friendly movie if you don't mind the nudity and the extreme violence. There you go. This movie will teach you important lessons about life, love, acceptance, friendship, and biking safety. It's a superhero movie, so you Marvel and DC fans will surely love it. No. It's the perfect movie to watch with the whole family. 10 out of 10. What? <laughs> and bike safety? I love it. What? <laughs> yeah, don't ride your bike in the middle of the night. <laughs> that kid was in the middle of the road uh, at night. Sean Marino of Flickering Myth David of, of Flickering Myths. The Toxic Avenger is an incredibly bizarre flick combining silly jokes with outrageous gore. But it works. That's it. That's it. That's All the right. last positive My review. next one uh so Freaking good. Everything's in caps, by the way. That's I, I would imagine that's a caps. Right? I can hear it. This movie slaps harder than my dad did. I ejaculated while watching it. Is this an actual review? I'm, this is verbatim. And it was awesome. And I love Melvin and the other characters acting. All of them hating on Ginger Boy was awesome. I hope I'm Toxic Avenger when I grow up because I love toxic chemicals. Somebody had way <laughs> too much time in your hand. Do you got any more? Yes, I always do at least three. Bloody Great. This is a fantastic film, a perfect antidote to the usual pretentious shite America reels off. Although most trauma films are usually just crap, this is actually funny throughout. Actually funny now, is it? Well, I think so anyway. I mean, how can you fail to laugh at the fight in the alleyway with the transvestite gangster and his buddies? And the restaurant scene? With the ridiculous kung fu moves? And the running over the kids scene? He finds that funny. I agree. No, this scene and others are cut from the normal UK version. Get hold of the uncut version. If you can, it's a lot better. A classic trauma, but give the sequels a wide berth. I agree. The sequels fucking suck. All right, let's move into the negative reviews. One star. 
Ken Hank of Mountain Express, <coughs> Asheville, North Carolina. It's your basic nerd revenge fantasy, only decked out in gore and over-the-top bad taste gags. Yeah. So my first title for my one-star review, Robert, ready? Yes. The most retarded film ever made. Oh, gosh. We're, we're going there. One day, a bunch of retards got together and made a film. They called it Toxic Avenger. This pathetic superhero film wannabe has everything from a girl having an orgasm over a person in a car crash, which is downright weird and disgusting. <coughs> you have a hero, Melvin, who you just want to shoot for being such, a f- such an idiot. You have a stupid fat mayor as the villain who couldn't go for a minute without eating junk food of some description. There are comedy moments which just aren't funny. I will not mention them as I do not want this comment to contain a spoiler. <clears throat> the mobster Cigarface, who is a rubbish spoof of Scarface, just annoyed the hell out of me with his idiotic catchphrases and his trying to be funny, but just not my style. Overall, this movie was just a stupid piss take. There you go. Jesus Christ. What you got, bud? My second negative review is Jeff Anderson of Time Out. It falls apart after an hour. Chunks of the preceding entertainment reappearing as random montages. Don't disagree with that. Uh, this one's titled Moronic. I thought this movie would be just bad enough to be good. Instead, it was just plain bad and not even in a funny way. No redeeming value whatsoever. Do these guys only own one camera? Could the music have been any worse? Did they intentionally pick the worst actors they could find, or was this all they could afford? It's valid. It is valid. Was the editing done blindfolded with a machete? Yeah, it was, because it was terrible. While the premise was a doable, if not predictable, comic book theme, the writing could have been done better by a sixth grader. While I'm not a fan of the, quote, B-movie cult classics, I have endured and even enjoyed a few. This was not one of them. Didn't even make it to the end. All right, give us our last one. Garbage. That's well said. When it comes to movies, I am a very open-minded. I like most trash movies. However, this one is not from the sort. It is so bad that it is good. This movie is just plain bad. In most trash movies, the actors at least try to act. In this one... The quote, acting, is non-existent. I agree on that. It is so atrocious that it is not funny. Reviews with more than one star are from friends or relatives of the people who made this garbage. Jesus. That's your reviews. On to trivia. Alright, it's trivia time. My first piece. While shooting in Shinbone Alley, a homeless man stole a prop gun from one of the trailers and threatened the crew with it. Nice. During the car wreck scene, the stunt car was rigged to allow the vehicle to drive straight with the gas pedal to the floor. 
the roll bar installed in the car, however, was wrecked when the car was falling off the cliff, and it almost killed the stunt driver who was driving the vehicle. Nice. Larry Sultan, who played Frank, only had one arm. During the scene in the Mexican restaurant, you can see that his right arm is a prosthetic. And he never moves it or uses it until the Avenger rips it off. You can clearly see his arm is under the shirt, too, yes. by the way. So, in a deleted scene, reintegrated into the extended Japanese cut, it is revealed that Toxie didn't kill Wanda or Julie. Slamming Wanda onto the hot rocks simply injured her. And he just cut all of Julie's hair off. Remember he had the scissors and he was yes. holding them up? He just cut her hair off. The two girls are shown having a fight at the police station with Wanda wearing a big gauze bandage on her ear and Julie's head completely bald. Jesus. Show us that. Yes. Why couldn't what you was show wrong it? with that? Because we had no idea what happened to them. Yeah, they just, we, we assume they died. They're the main villains. Why wouldn't you pay that off? I don't understand that. During pre-production, Vincent D'Ofredo, you know... D'Onofrio? D'Onofrio, yeah. Sugar! Yeah. You're giving me sugar! Was set to play the role of Bozo. Prior to filming, he asked for a slight raise and was instead fired from the movie replaced with Gary Schneider. I think he dodged a bullet. Could you imagine Vincent D'Onofrio as Bozo? I don't know. Joker. Give me sugar and water. That movie was so good. Men in Black? Yeah. Love that movie. All right, so... I got two more. Same here. Let me hit that. One of Mayor Belgetty's last lines in the film was, I'm too young to die. Pat Ryan, who portrayed the mayor, sadly passed away seven years later at age 44. I referenced that in the beginning. That's sad. It is sad. It took four hours to get Mitch Cohen into the Toxic Avenger costume. Jesus. While wearing it, he could only eat through a straw. Damn. My last piece of trivia. It took four... Bob just said it. Never mind. Yeah. This is the exact same one. My last piece of trivia. The body count, including the dog, is 27. Nice. The budget... Do you know it? No. Tell me. Guess it. Uh, two million. Trump, dude, it's trauma. The first ever trauma film. All right, so five hundred thousand. Ooh, four hundred eighty-five thousand. Wow. Nice. Nice. What did it make? They didn't say. Yeah, not enough. Maybe it made forty. That's trivia. is televised. Okie dokie dokie dokie. I'll go first, Robert. All right, sounds good. This movie, to me has no sentimental, no nostalgia. This was basically a, a fresh watch. I did enjoy it. I watched it a few times. I did not like a lot of things about it. The hard cuts were tough. They were very tough. 
But I like a good. I'm gonna look at this as like a spoof type horror movie kind of thing. That's how I'm gonna. My brain's gonna be when I'm gonna grade it. The acting sucked. The story was yeah, thrown together. But I don't know what what it was about this movie that I just I I liked I liked I liked it. I didn't hate it. This is a six for me. A six? Six. Whoa. Yeah. It's a six. I, I will watch it again. I'll throw it on in the background. It made me laugh. So that's key, Bob, for me. If a movie can make me laugh over and over, you've succeeded. And this movie did that. All right. A blind woman fucks a, a, a toxic fucking sloth guy. What? Uh, all right. It's my turn. Good. This movie is bonkers. It is. The story is just bad. Yeah. It is a bad story. It is. The acting is it's terrible. Bad. It's terrible. The, some of the practical effects were good. We're pretty good. Yeah, I agree. We're pretty good. I agree. I just can't get over how bad this movie was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it made me laugh, but this movie's bad. I was going to give this movie a four. Mm-hmm. But then they killed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. It gets a two oh, yeah, for dog murdering. Dog murder. This is a two movie. I will never watch this again. Yeah. If anybody talks to me about this movie, my answer is going to be, the movie's fucking terrible. Yeah. Toxic Avenger, you get a two. Change you, change mine to a five. You change yours to a five? Yeah. For dog murder? Yeah. I forgot about the dog murder. You get the same score as Ace Ventura. <laughs> you get a two. Yeah, that's... You're, this movie, is, excuse me, it gets a one because it's worse than Ace Ventura. This is a one out of ten movie. Thank you for doing that. Because Ace Ventura is funny as shit. I award you no points and may God have mercy <laughs> on your soul. That's it. That's our review. All right, that's the show tonight. So, why don't you hit us up on our socials? We're at Facebook at Flick Magnet, Twitter, Flick Magnet Pod, Instagram, Flick Magnet, and emails your likes, your suggestions, what you thought of this movie to Flick Magnet Pod at yahoo.com. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing, I think Backlash is coming up soon. Backlash. So, that's the sixth? Yeah, is we. Is that next weekend? Yeah. So go over to Backyard Wrestling Podcast, wherever you listen to this. Just search Backyard Wrestling Podcast. It's our wrestling show, me and Bob do. Uh, we used to do it weekly, but we stopped, and now we only do pay-per-views. Which is fine by me. Yep. But there's tons of content on there. We have old Nitro, old old Raw, old <laughs> Rumbles, you name it. So check it out. It's fun. 
We have a blast. And Backlash is coming up. Cody versus Brock. So that's, that's it. That's it. Stay tuned for what we're doing next. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. to you yesterday. How the hell are you gonna get fired on your day off? Damn! Look, look, she bending over. I'm Miss Parker. Hi, boy. Miss Parker just don't know. Come here. What's up, Big Parm? I mean, Big Worm? If you ain't got my money, I'm killing you and him. You don't drag me into this? I'm used to stealing her. Get in, get out. Here come Debo. Give me your stuff. You want me to ask for my bike back? What bike? The one I let you use a couple of weeks ago. That bike. Damn! Count out my money. 40, 60, 80. 120, 140. I don't think you applying yourself, Smokey. Why? Claude Hammers. Just give me three and a half minutes. Maybe even four. Hey, who's that? Oh, no. Try by. What's going on? I don't know. It sounds like machine guns. So you gonna loan me the money or not? I wouldn't feel comfortable lending you $200 without a job. If I was working, I wouldn't need $200. Exactly. Now, Dana told me about that big snake situation. Big worm. Big worm, big hole, big... I don't give a damn! I said, they hit it. They hit it. They hit it. I'm gonna kill you and Smokey. You need a job. You need a wig. Talking about she look like Janet Jackson. Control. Got out of the car looking more like Freddie Jackson. Oh, my back, my neck. I'm suing y'all. I want a hundred and fifty thousand. But I'll set out of court right now for 20 bucks. Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, Bernie Mac, Johnny Witherspoon, Tiny Zeus Lister, and Mia Long. Friday. Don't ever, 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 ever come by here. Okay? I said a hit. They hit it, they hit me to the hip, hip hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bang, man. Boogie say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to be. Directed by F. Gary Gray. What do you think? This is going to be good. I love this movie. This is this movie's hysterical. This movie is funny. The Some of this stuff is still quoted today. Yeah. So you've seen this? I've seen it several times. Fuck yeah. It's going to be good. See you guys. See ya. For that.